It's a good show. Hi, this is John Vanderslice, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Industry Ave Studios in Pico Rivera on August 1st, 2018, with brother, sister, and their songwriter-in-chief, Bobby Halverson. Hello. And they are providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations here in this beautiful studio just to the south and east of los angeles and on the line we have an old old friend of bobby's who is the currently the talent booker at the moroccan lounge welcome to radio 8 ball duncan smith thank you very much andras that was probably the best intro i've ever gotten that was a very long end oh well <laughs> i um, they'll get longer i promise uh so <laughs> So, so Duncan, how do you know this 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 Bobby Halverson character and his band, Brother Sister? Uh, I think Bobby and I met when we were in seventh grade because a guy that I played basketball with and Bobby played soccer with uh, realized that we both, Bobby and I, that is both like uh, like mid nineties pop punk music. Hell yeah! And it being the pre-internet era when it was hard to find people like yourself that was that seemed like enough for us <laughs> to be put in touch and then we became friends and what would be like the ground zero for this 90s pop punk music that that you connected on oh man uh okay well for bobby i know the answer would be no effects yep. we, we listened to uh like hours of no effects music uh, either on his like home boombox or in later years in his uh, family's Land Cruiser, or on Winamp. Um, or, yeah, on Winamp. <laughs> uh, and I think that we went to a few really early, a few of my first shows, like like non-parent shows. I went to a lot of concerts as a kid with my parents, but I think a few of the very first concerts that I went to that were like, you know. Screw you, mom and dad. I'm going to the punk rock show. We're with Bobby. Yep. And this was all in L.A.? No, this was in Loomis. Well, we're from Loomis, California, which is a really small town just east of Sacramento. So this was probably in and around Sacramento or Roseville, California. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I distinctly remember going to to one show that was like, I don't even remember who the headliner was, but there's a band called Bracket. (laughs) <laughs> on the show and 
and and I think it was at like a pool place. I don't even looking back on it now as a yeah, as it was a big shots promoter. It was, it, it, it's so crazy that they were just allowing a bunch of thirteen-year-olds to go nuts at the stage of at this pool hall. Yeah, like was, they just shoved the pool tables back, and they're like, "All right, kids, you have fun." Yeah, it was big shots billiards. Yeah, big shots, brilliant. Yeah. Now, I used to tour in a band. I remember we used to play up in Sacramento, and there was a band called The Seven Seconds that a guy oh, named yeah. Kevin Seconds was in. Yep. And that, uh, so you guys knew him. Did you... I, didn't... I don't, I don't want to insult the Sacramento punk rock scene, but I feel like at that time, at least, that Seven Seconds was the Sacramento punk rock scene. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure things have changed, and and that wasn't, there's a bunch of cool stuff that comes out of Sacramento. Wasn't, but wasn't at that time it felt like they were really it. Wasn't Groovy Ghoulies from there? Yes, Groovy Ghoulies <laughs> was from there, but I think that they were kind of more associated with the like Lookout Records Bay Area right, punk right, rock right. because they were on Lookout. Right. <laughs> cool. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Groovy Ghoulies were. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that we've set a little bit of the context of where you two cats come from. Very hip seventh grade in Northern California. <laughs> Very hip. And, uh, and so what, what is your question for the Pop Oracle, Duncan? Okay, my question, and it may be partly inspired by early 90s or mid-90s pop punk. Uh, my question is, uh, do aliens exist, and if so, do they know that we exist? Do aliens exist, and if so, do they know that we exist? Okay. Well, now, to engage the Pop Oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. Wheel of Eight! I'd throw a little pop punk, rock punk in there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Song number eight. Less of you. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. All right. So this is a solo song. If I could take but words and turn them into worthy terms I'd show you skylines that I see I'd show you patterns that I see If I could know what's saying Graying pictures in your mind I'd show you twilights that I see I'd give you twilights that are mine Without you the glow still moves Ticking limbs will make their rounds Day to gray and gray to black the contrast of my world turns back But less of you A compass futile Missing your coordinates And my life is colorless Everything is colorless 
If I could see on the earth document your common stars I'd give you dots for where you've been I'd make a map of what you are If I could pinpoint your location Mark the towns with pencil stars I'd sketch in lines between each one I'd make you into constellations Without you my world keeps moving Talk still, count the seconds down Day to gray and gray to black The contrast of my world turns back But less of you a compass futile Missing your coordinates And my line is And that was Less of You from, well, I mean, it's Brother Sister, but it was really Brother Bobby Halverson. That's me. Uh, playing solo. That was the answer to the question from Duncan Smith. Do aliens exist? And if so, do they know that we exist? <laughs> and there were a lot of lines in there that seemed to be pretty direct, uh, bear some direct relationship to that uh, to that question, but before we get into it, Bobby, tell us a little bit about the background of that song. So that one is the only one of these songs that I didn't write the lyrics to. Uh, the lyrics were written by an alien. An alien. <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics were written by a friend of mine um, from college named Amy Hunt, and she has since become, I think, an attorney. But uh, she was an incredible poet, and um, I asked her for some words to set a song to, and that that's what came out and i wrote this in i think 2008 um so it's a song that's 10 years old which is why i screwed up the second verse um <laughs> so i sang i sang the wrong <laughs> lyrics but um they're the right lyrics for this question though yeah exactly <laughs> um and so yeah that's that's what they the, that's where the song came from and i i believe i mean you can judge for yourself but i believe the lyrics were about uh uh, shit another breakup song um when someone steps out of your life and suddenly the colors of the world seem less vivid and um you feel less like yourself when sort of, you feel sort of like an alien perhaps yeah yeah, yeah i would i would have to disagree bobby i i would interpret that song as being about aliens for sure <laughs> yeah okay well tell us how duncan well, I mean, there were several references to stars and constellations. Yeah. The the common uh, term, the, the street term for aliens is greys. Yep. 
So Grey comes back a lot in that song. And it's basically about, like, I, that was, like, that that song was, like, the plot of E.T. It was, like, you know, you're watching somebody leave or not knowing where their future will take them and what your life is going to be like after they do go. So um, I guess it could have also have something to do with romantic relationships, but mostly it seems like it's about aliens. Well, in terms of this question, there, there, it felt like there's a lot of longing. So yeah. the question you, you asked was, do they exist? And if they exist, do they know that we exist? And so I had this image of these aliens are asking the same question. The, right. That yeah. they exist and they want to know if we exist and know they exist. We exist and want to know if they exist. And and that's what the song is about. If I could pinpoint your location, I'd mark down the town, mark the towns with pencil stars. Great line. There's so many good lines in the oh, song. Yeah, she's a really great writer. Without you, my world is moving. Talks still counting the seconds down. That's oh. the verse I missed. Yeah. And then uh, and then <laughs> we got seven seconds. You get the seven seconds oh, there you in go. there. Ooh, and then, good one. Yeah, not and then an accident. A, and then the idea of a compass futile missing your coordinates. Like it's the idea that, I don't know, that, there's that idea that the aliens were us in some sense, like that 2001 A Space Odyssey kind of idea mm-hmm. that what we think of as aliens is just a future version of ourselves or a past version of ourselves in the space time continuum. So we're going to be constantly missing each other, missing each other because we're the same thing. Um, I don't know that. And I, and I, but I, I'm right with you all that about the day to gray and gray to black and all that stuff. That was so X files. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. I I thought that was pretty potent. I think, it seems to me if we're taking the eight ball seriously, then maybe the answer to the two-part question is, yes, aliens exist, but no, they don't necessarily know that we exist. They are just as curious as we are. That's what I think. That's what I think. Yeah. Now, as a talent booker, do you have you ever had, like, had bands that showed up and you just thought these guys are from another planet? <laughs> Those are kind of the shows that I prefer. It's it's I feel like there's a when you become pro at at something that otherwise is uh purely understood as fun, like for everybody else in the world, it's a concert and they're going to see their favorite band and it's their birthday, whatever. And for me it's it's every day. And so the best shows are the ones where people show up and you're like, wow, I didn't even know that you could approach music that way or that you could do that on stage. Can just to, to hit people to it, is there one band that that comes to mind that you're like the last, like, oh, man, you want to see something that is otherworldly? Go see. <laughs> I got, uh, I I'll have one. to leave a trail of breadcrumbs because I don't know what this band is named. But I remember probably 2011 or maybe 2012, uh, I was at a show. There's like a concert series at the Echo called Part-Time Punks. And I was working there at the time. And there was a German band that came in. And and the woman who was the front person was wearing the most incredible, like – robe of uh of sequin it was like a like a phoenix rising from the ashes in in 
sequins of various colors and like a jazz punk outfit behind her and it was the strangest thing and and beautiful and i don't i don't even know if i remembered the band's name the next day but it was just a remarkable thing to to take in it was so. like an encounter with an alien you yeah. you have no memory of the situation but somehow you feel like you've been probed yeah i woke yeah. up the next morning and and i was you know itchy in places that I didn't know I could be itchy. <laughs> and Bobby, you said you had an idea of a band to, to throw out here that yes. most otherworldly? Man, I, I saw an artist recently play at the Echo, also the Echo, um, Serpent with Feet, and it's all, uh. it's all lowercase and spelled like one word. But this person is like the second coming. Like I was completely jaw-dropped for the first half of his set. And he's this like... He's a solo artist, so he was singing to tracks and he was he was playing piano, but he is this like beautiful queer black man with, you know, tattoos all over and a um what do you call it? The nose ring that goes through the sept septum piercing. Yeah. <laughs> um and he's just got one of the most astounding vocal abilities I've ever witnessed. And his songwriting is so adventurous. Um he's totally unafraid of dissonance and um uh, totally unashamed of any it just it's like everything he feels on the inside, you can immediately see on the outside. Um, he's just a remarkable artist, and I would, yeah, that was serpent with feet. He's like, uh, it sounds like he's a relative of Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, maybe, right? but the winged serpent. That, guy. That's the way it, he he kind of has that sort of magical. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what you would call Quetzalcoatl, but it, it, there is some sort of relationship there. Yeah, but well, he, but man, uh, I, yeah, I was fo like floored by that by that show. Well, yeah, yeah, I would I would definitely co-sign on that one. He's an awesome artist. Yeah. Now I will have to see if I can find him to get him on Radio Eight Ball. Oh man, please, <laughs> please do, and I, I want to be in the studio. Yeah, that yeah. I'll give I'll give you his agent's email address. I was really <laughs> mad that I didn't get that show. Uh, oh, Talking yeah. to you, Josh Mulder. Uh well, now he's playing at the El Rey apparently. Josh. Mulder, as in oh. Agent Mulder? Okay. <laughs> Precisely. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, the synchronicity is, other, is otherworldly here. Well, thank you, Duncan. Are there any shows you want to give? This is going to be coming out in about two weeks. Any shows coming up at the Moroccan Lounge that you want to give a shout-out to for the end of August? They're, they're all my babies, so. No Go favorites. TheMoroccan.com the and, and pick it random. Put your put your finger on the phone screen and just decide which one you want to come to we you can't go wrong we've played there a couple times and i it's our favorite venue to play it sounds great it's a great room it's just a really fantastic venue one of the best in la i think well i can't wait to see you guys there yeah thank you that was a, that was a nice thing to say bobby we like you too it's true though i mean it's just a, it's a fact <laughs> well thanks for participating in this musical divination and asking such a great question andres i had a blast thank you Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, 
and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.